Welcome to the Chickasha Chamber Chatter Podcast, the only podcast that takes you behind the scenes of small businesses right here in Chickasha, Oklahoma. And now, here is your host, Whitney Palisano, Membership Director of the Chickasha Chamber. Hi, everybody. I am Whitney Palisano, Membership Director at the Chickasha Chamber of Commerce. And thank you so much for joining us for the Chickasha Chamber Chatter Podcast, Season 3 of 2023. We are so excited for episode one of our podcast today. Uh, We are sitting down with Jim Cowan, Executive Director of the Economic Development Council. Um, Before we get started, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsor, First National Bank and Trust Company. So without further ado, let's get started. We are sitting down today with Jim Cowan, Executive Director of the Chickasha Economic Development Council. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jim. Absolutely. This is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Um, So, Jim, as we get started, what are you most excited about for 2023? I'm excited to see people's attitude about Chickasha grow in more. Expectations. I think that's one of the neatest things is when you're around town and and you know you see it in their eyes you see them smile and they talk about wow it's this is this is really exciting we were at a one of our edc meetings recently one of our longtime um business people here rick johnston um yeah he made comments about there's things happening in chickasha now that 20 years ago people around here couldn't even dream of that's what excites me yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a buzz about town, um, all across town, uh, from downtown to our more residential areas with all the new housing developments that are coming in. Um, so as we kind of talk about new new things, new housing, new businesses, tell us a little bit about what role the Economic Development Council plays in new things coming to Chickasha. Well, that's a great question. And recently we tried to explain like what our role is because you know, it's a tough thing. What is economic development? And it can mean different things to different people and it can be done differently, especially depending upon from town to town and the size of the town. The Economic Development Council has a contract with the Chickasha Industrial Association to do economic development. In our contract, it states multiple times, maybe as many as a dozen times, a lot of what we do is promote Chickasha. We promote Chickasha to the to new business, to new residents, um, but we also promote Chickasha to the people that live here, going back to that whole feeling of momentum and positive energy. And so our role is to try to bring in jobs, try to bring in new businesses. And we made a presentation recently and you know, there's a slideshow, and I think there was something like 22 new businesses that came into Chickasha in 2022. You know, and I made the comment that I think this time next year, when we're making the presentation about 2023, it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see that list, you know, be even more than that. Yeah, absolutely. So many wonderful things happened here in Chickasha in 2022. Um, I think we had over 75 new members just for the chamber, which speaks a lot to um the downtown grants that are available through the city of Chickasha, as well as the business startup grants that the Economic Development Council offers. Um, so if there are people out there that are maybe interested in starting a business, um, could you tell us a little bit more about that startup grant that the EDC offers? You bet. We, we love that. It is 100% meant for um, the mom and pops, the small businesses, and they're trying to get started. So as long as they're a business uh, that produces sales tax, 
Okay, so a retail business, as long as they produce sales tax, then uh, we help them get started. They can be located anywhere in Chickasha, okay, so it's not just downtown. Um, and we, they submit information to us and we look it over and if approved, then the EDC pays either their first three months rent or their first three months utilities, whichever they prefer, with a maximum cap of $5,000. So again, it's, it's meant for a small boutique or maybe a small restaurant um, just to help them get started. And you know, in 2022, uh, places like Uptown Scoops, what a neat place mm -hmm. that is. And, and um, uh, the uh, Jill's uh, Brinks Boutique. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, there were several more that we were, you know, we loved being involved in because we want to help them get started. And so often, you know, people think that um, we're only trying to bring in major manufacturers. And anytime we get an opportunity to do that, we absolutely will. But those don't come along very often. It's just the reality of, of the world that we're in. Is so, but what we can do, when we can help someone get started, uh, Rock Island Candy Company. Mm -hmm. um, those are just, those are good stories because we're helping local citizens that are optimistic about Chickasha on our economy and they want to start their own business and the EDC gets to play a role in helping them succeed. That's right. Um, and they also get six months worth of their chamber membership paid up front as well. So when they get a business startup grant, they also get part of their chamber membership. Well, and, and that's that's a very important part because one of the when you're starting off in business, you want to stack the deck as much as you can to be successful. And I'm a big believer that if you're involved in the chamber, uh, that's one of the most important things you can do here in Chickasha. And, you know, um, get them going and you know whether it's a ribbon cutting or whether it's the social media recognition they get uh, we need to let everybody know about these new businesses that get started and and uh, because Chickasha is a strong community and they support their chamber members. Yeah absolutely completely agree and um, we love that partnership with the Economic Development Council that we get to um, help new businesses with their chamber membership we love to have new businesses here at the chamber. Um, you talked a little bit about your contract with the Chickasha Industrial Authority and how the EDC is funded. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the funds and where the Chickasha Industrial Authority gets the funds that the EDC uses? Uh, sure. I think somewhere around maybe seven or eight years ago, um, I talked with former Mayor Hank Ross uh, last year, and he was telling me that at one time, um, the ED, there was an economic development tax as part of the sales tax here in Chickasha. It was a quarter cent sales tax. And it was voted on and then it expired, then it was voted back on again and expired. And what uh, Hank was telling me is that he felt like, and so did the council, that it was better if we could, instead of the citizens paying for economic development, if we could get our visitors to pay for it. Well, what a, what a better deal that is. And so they increase the hotel motel tax. It's, it's 8%. The hotel motel tax is charged by each one of our hotels and motels in, in Chickasha. And um, they take that money and they submit it uh, to the city. The city keeps 10% for administrative fees. And then 90% of the hotel motel tax goes to the Chickasha Industrial Authority. Then what they do is the, they have a contract with the EDC that's an annual contract. So if the EDC is not doing a good job, 
they can kick us to the curb and say, go away, you're, you're, you're no good, <laughs> okay? Uh, but luckily for us, they, uh, we've continued that from year to year, but it's, it's again, it's just a year contract. And they appropriate a portion of that to the EDC to do economic development. So the good news for the people in Chickasha, instead of them, the people in Chickasha spending their tax money, we're letting our visitors fund um, you know, the economic development. So by law, whatever uh, the hotel motel tax is collected, it has to be spent on either economic development or tourism. And part of our goal is to can continue to kind of combine those two. And if you listen to Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell, he'll tell you that tourism is economic development. And more and more communities around Oklahoma are starting to see the importance of tourism as it, what it means to the local economy. Absolutely. I mean, how, I mean, I think the tourism aspect is so important to Chickasha, and I, and I think maybe in my mind, I don't think tourism when I think of Chickasha. I mean, it's my hometown, and I love it here, but I'm not thinking of a vacation hotspot here in Chickasha. Um, but the amount of people that come to Chickasha that are visiting is it's exponential um, between the fairgrounds and the Festival of Light, um, the Food Truck Championship, and different things like that. Uh, the amount of tourism that we do have here in our community, I don't think it, it's on the forefront of everyone's mind, but it's definitely here and alive and well here in Chickasha, which is really exciting. You know, uh, at the Chamber Banquet last year, our keynote speaker came in and, you know, he specializes in destination marketing. And he made a comment that if, if you walk up and down the streets of Chickasha, and if he did as an outsider and say, hey, does, does Chickasha have tourists? you have a big tourism economy? His comment was most people in Chickasha say, no, no, Chickasha is not really a tourist destination. But if he rephrased the question and went and asked someone else and say, hey, do you see many visitors, people coming in from out of town? They'd be like, oh yeah, we see people all the time. You know, and, and they would, what you just mentioned, whether it's yeah. a fairgrounds, a sports complex, gosh, the quilting industry here yes. in, in downtown Chickasha, uh, the amount of sports teams that go to the Chickasha High School or the or USAO, um, you know, Festival of Light, you know, we could just go on and on. What we have seen is that, in, and we're going to look at the numbers for 2022 very soon, but in 2021, uh, we had around 900,000 visitors to Chickasha. And we have this place for technology that's based upon cell phone tracking that allows us to not just throw a number out or, or kind of guess or, well, maybe. No, it's, it's, it's very accurate. Um, and so I see Chickasha moving towards the point where we will regularly have over a million people a year coming to Chickasha from outside of town um, for whatever reason, all those things we just discussed. Oh, I think it's just a great place to be um, outside of the metropolitan areas, not having to fight traffic or restaurant rush or anything like that. We we just have the perfect landscape, I think, and, and location for traveling to those bigger cities without having to stay in the bigger cities. You just keep keying up these perfect topics. For me. So um, <laughs> well, that's the it, point. It's it's almost like you're reading my mind. Um, this week, uh, I got a phone call from a lady uh, that lives in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I get this message, and Cheryl's just like, she wants to talk to you, She's, they're thinking about moving here. Okay. So I call her back, um, and uh, they're in their uh, mid-60s, her and her husband, and uh, you know, she started asking me questions. So I gave her information, and got her email to send her some links, and I was like, you know, I gotta understand 
why are you thinking about Chickasha? And uh, she said, well, we don't want to be in Texas anymore, which I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she also said that her and her husband want to travel during their retirement, so they want to be close to an airport. Uh, they want to be close to a metropolitan area that has big city amenities, but they do not want to live in a large city. And so I said, well, how did you choose Chickasha out of all the other different towns? And she said that she was she did a lot of Google searches, and she kept just seeing Chickasha pop up time after time. So when you say, what is economic development? And I say, we contractually are here to promote Chickasha. You just, sometimes it's so hard to measure the outcome. But, you know, when you have a couple saying, hey, we want to move to your town and retire in, um, that, I guess, would be economic development. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, and, and we're, as we kind of talk a little bit about the big city and the things that are going on there, um, while we still have small town life, we, we kind of have some of that big city buzz, like uh, our film certification that we have here in Chickasha. Um, is, how does the film and TV industry play into economic development, um, and how is that thriving here in Chickasha? Well, what we, I think probably everybody knows, is the movie A Cowgirl Song was filmed here. And uh, so that was really neat uh, to have, you know, a movie, which is currently now on Netflix, uh, where you can go in and say, oh, I recognize this, I recognize this area. Uh, so first of all, when a film is, is um, shot here, then it, they spend their money here. They stay in our hotels or the Airbnbs, they eat in the restaurants, uh, they spend a lot of money in, at Walmart or at thrift stores getting different props that they need, those kind of things. So what we know is uh, by looking at the receipts from the Cowgirl song is that even though that movie only shot here for three weeks, um, they spent over $140,000 in Chickasha in that three-week period of time. And first of all, that's just wonderful. But second of all, that's a uh, you know, Cheryl Ladd, Darcy Lynn, Savannah Lee May, different people. It brings them in and introduces them to Chickasha, uh, as well as the writers, directors, the camera crew. Uh, but then it also positively portrays Chickasha. Um, you know, when people are just watching, they may be watching a cowgirl song and they're in Tennessee or Texas or whatever, and here they are in Chickasha, Oklahoma. It's kind of like, as we're doing a podcast, it's kind of like that murders in the building yeah <laughs> and and the fact that the podcast um is is talking about chickasaw yeah. oklahoma and then i think in season season two they went back and corrected and said chickasha mm-hmm. um well we're in the process of reaching out to all the writers in the on the show murders in the building and encouraging them that they should have shoot an episode here in chickasha um but besides that we're also in uh Multiple discussions uh, about having movies filmed here. I think I said, you know, when I first moved back, back in 2020, one of my goals was to have a Hallmark Christmas movie shot in Chickasha. It just seems like such an obvious with the Festival of Life. Absolutely. And so uh, where I have a meeting next week uh, where we'll be discussing um, some possibilities that uh, we're meeting with a Hollywood director that has interest so it's just tough to get them from being interested to actually saying, okay, here's what we're going to do, and, and then having it funded and stuff. But the good news is there's a lot of active discussions. Um, we got another inquiry uh, this week, and someone wanted to um, 
film in a farm farmhouse right outside of Chickasha. And the reason they picked it is because we're a uh, we're certified film friendly with the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. And what one of the things that means is we have location pictures on their website. So as people that are shooting movies are trying to find a specific looking set, they go through and scroll through and they found this one particular uh, farmhouse. So um, we're still trying to find the right one because the first one didn't work out. But I think the uh, opportunity for movies in Chickasha to uh, be a stronger partner, uh, I think it's just like everything else. It's, it's a lot of reason to be optimistic about that in the future. That's so cool. Um, really exciting, especially watching the Cowgirl song get filmed here in Chickasha. Um, maybe not so much firsthand, but just the you could see the remnants of it or the activity of it happening around town, which was really neat. Um, some other things that are kind of happening in Chickasha um, that maybe you can shed a little light on for us, um, like the Grand Avenue development. Yes, real excited about that because, again, a lot of what the EDC does is people say, well, gosh, you're, you're laser focusing on downtown. And there's a reason for that, and we'll go into that later, but it's, it, it's important for us to have a very vibrant and active downtown. But we love to see activity all over Chickasha. You mentioned residential earlier, and my gosh, we have so many different residential products uh, out there, uh, all at different levels. I think Mayor Mosley commented in the last EDC meeting that there, there was more new home permits and uh, remodel permits in 2022 uh, in Chickasha than maybe in the past seven years combined. So that shows how active everything is around Chickasha. But um, on Grand Avenue, um, the, uh, there's a company called Flusky, and they're the uh, leasing agent. They're developing everything, and uh, there is one confirmed tenant, uh, which is Scooter's Coffee. So uh, we'll be welcoming another coffee shop to Chickasha. My guess is probably sometime in 2024. Okay. But um, they're in the leasing stages. So they're turning a lot of dirt. They're building the infrastructure, putting in... Uh, streets, putting in the sewers, the waters, all that kind of stuff. It'll be a mixed-use development, so that means that there could be some apartment complexes built, uh, there could be a large box retail, uh, there could be a national restaurant tenant. Uh, there's a lot of speculation. They can't reveal a whole lot until they're a little further down the line, but they wouldn't be doing as much work as they're doing there on Grand uh, if they didn't have some pretty strong commitments. And then right across the street from that is also under construction, so right there kind of by the Mosley Agency, and that's where uh, Roosters will be uh, coming in. And they're an upscale convenience store, um, restaurant, uh, coffee, roasted coffee, roasted chicken. Uh, so that's, that's also exciting. And then as we stick into the whole, or stick to the whole idea of coffee, tea, that kind of thing, HTO will be going in there on uh, Missouri and 4th Street. So a lot of other developments happening uh, and are underway uh, for Chickasha for 2023. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. First National Bank and Trust Company, providing all your local banking needs. Be sure to check out their mobile banking app and their Smart Money Scholarship Program. Follow the link in bio for more information. You kind of touched a little bit on about why um, a vibrant downtown is so important. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the... Um, a couple of significant things have happened in the past few years in the downtown area um, that are having a major impact on the future. And it all goes back to um, 
I don't know, maybe six years ago or so when the Chickasha Hotel was in disrepair and literally falling apart and having a lot of, lot of issues. So um, a group of local business people went in and found a solution and uh, were able to save the Chickasha Hotel so it didn't get torn down. And then right after that, the city implemented um, the downtown grant. So the downtown grant was funded uh, and still is funded through money left over from the economic development tax that the city collected but it hadn't spent yet. And the whole purpose with that was to take buildings that were boarded up or had bad roofs or needed repair and turn them into vibrant buildings with businesses in them because no one wants to see a boarded up downtown. Uh, one of the stipulations in the downtown grant is the businesses that come in need to stimulate uh, or generate sales tax because that's what our city lives and dies by. And so when you look back on the history of the downtown grant, you think about businesses like the brewery, uh, the Speak, uh, the Crazy Eight, uh, you think about legendary bicycles, think about uh, Parafeet, Iron Tree Coffee, all of these went into buildings where the downtown grant was. Uh, the Bush family, um, that they received a downtown grant um, and it helped them keep 13 different retail businesses that, that they had at the time. Um, and they were, they were going to have to not be able to have those because of elevator issues. So it, it's, it's been spread around uh, to a lot of different groups uh, that need it and it's, and it's been just fantastic. And it's something that we'll continue to use as an economic tool because we need to have an active, vibrant downtown. Uh, I love Fourth and Grand and I spend a lot of money in that area. Um, but there's a lot of towns in Oklahoma that has a Fourth and Grand area. Sure. Meaning they have McDonald's, they have a CVS, they have a Walgreens, that kind of thing. What you see in a downtown is that's where your identity is. That's where the soul of your community is. It's how you're different than other downtowns. You know, we've got two, I don't want to call them skyscrapers, but you know, we have two, you know, between the petroleum building and then uh, the Mid First Bank building, we've got two pretty significantly tall buildings that, that make our downtown very authentic. You know, at, at one time, um, I think we had multiple uh, opera houses, multiple theaters, and when you, when you really talk to people and they are remembering fondly Chickasha, they usually go towards the businesses that were in the downtown. But what we know is rather than it just being all about, you know, rainbows and unicorns, uh, it is actually having a positive impact on our future. And I think it's pretty well known if you pay any attention to city council and, and some headlines is that uh, a gentleman that had ties to Anadarko uh, in his youth, but had had a lot of success in California in business, uh, was looking to reinvest his money that he sold, that he had from selling businesses in California. And he looked at Anadarko and didn't see the opportunities he wanted. Uh, and then he came and looked in downtown Chickasha and uh, he saw something that he was very excited about. So now Chet Hit is, uh, it's been a, it was approved at City Council um, at the, I think the January 3rd meeting and the city will be selling uh, the mill building to him that'll close in February. And then he has interest in a lot of other buildings in the downtown area. Uh, he did a presentation that was um, seen on social media and uh, he wants to put in a distillery. I think he wants a steakhouse, he wants an event center, and you know, we're talking about 
over $5 million. Had our downtown not looked like it was alive, he would have just kept driving through. Right. So that's why you sit there and, and anytime there's incentives done by a city for economic development, I don't care if it's Oklahoma City and MAPS or Chickasha, Oklahoma, there's, there's going to be people that are critics and they're like, oh, you don't need to do that and that's not fair and that's not right. Golly, when you look at what's going on in Chickasha right now, it's really hard to argue that there isn't a lot of successful tools being used to stimulate our local economy, but also to bring in new business. And, and I think that's why there's a lot of people smiling around town and they're excited about what's getting ready to happen in Chickasha. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a parent and as a business owner myself here in Chickasha, um, it, it's just a, it's an exciting time to be a part of the community um, and to leave for our next generations of Chickasha residents here and to be a part of that. Um, well, as we wrap up with you here, Jim, um, we have a question that we're going to hopefully tie into our podcast over the coming year as it's our 100th anniversary is what has made the Chamber of Commerce relevant over the last 100 years here in Chickasha? Well, it's a great question. You know, when I think about the Chamber, I think about family and I think about tight-knit community that, that works works well together and when you look back over the hundred years of Chickasha and I sure don't I'm not an expert on all the history but I think a lot of the success that Chickasha's had it ties into families you think about the Festival of Light and the amount of families that came together that worked well together and now generations later are still actively involved in volunteering for the Festival of Light you look at the businesses you look at Ross Seed and, and that family and the impact it's had. Uh, you look at the DHARTS and whether it's DHART Air Conditioning or CMS Willowbrook, you look at Stanley Systems, um, my gosh, you look at some of our, our restaurants, you know, JNW Grill and Pawpaws and, and Jake's Rib, but then you also look at Interurban and the role that those guys and their families are playing in Chickasha and how active and involved they are. I think that's one of the things that makes Chickasha Chickasha is we have that strong family unit. And, and then the same thing comes, it's the chamber. The chamber embraces that. And um, when you're a part of the chamber, you feel like you're part of the family. And and it's that feeling of together we, we really can do. Uh, I love that, I think that's wonderful. Um, you know, our members have a Facebook group called the Chickasha Chamber Family, and that's our membership Facebook group for our members. Um, I think that's incredibly well said. Um, even with my work here prior to being an employee of the chamber in, in the last year and a half that I've been here with the chamber, um, there's definitely that network of people that you get here at the chamber that I wouldn't have met or had a relationship with had I not been a, an ambassador many years ago or a part of the Festival of Light Board or things like that. Um, that if people are interested in being a part of that network and that family and are wanting to be more involved, the chamber is the place to do that at. Um, and I think that plays right into what you said, um, into why it's been relevant for the last 100 years. Well, and when do you think about it? You know, growing up, you know, your family's had a, a business here before the business you, that you and your yeah. husband have. Yes. And so you're taught at a young age about family. I remember um, back in the early 70s and the role my dad played in helping Chickasha get All-American City certification. Oh, yeah. He was proud to be in Chickasha. He was pride, proud to be part of Chickasha schools. And, you know, the amount of time he spent trying to get 
students to understand, hey, there's opportunity here in Chickasha after high school or after college or after Votech, vo whatever it was going to be. And if you're taught that at a young age, I, I think it's implemented in, in us at our age now that we're supposed to do things because this is where we're from. Uh, and we want to welcome new visitors in. You know, I think about, you know, some of the people like the Wilkerson's that, you know, moved in and Chicken Express and, and Beautiful Day and USAO Reach. You just, you just look around and it's that feeling of family and that's what I think about and I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I think we could write, we could we run a paper running the names of the people that have built Chickasha into what they are and the partnerships that they have with our schools, with the university, with the chamber um, that just make it wonderful. Well, uh, I think that's about it for us today. I hope you have enjoyed learning a little bit more about the Economic Development Council and the things that we have going on here in Chickasha. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jim. Thank you. I listened to last month's and it sounded like you and Cassie had so much fun. I was like, hey, wait, I want to I I do a podcast. So yeah, maybe, thanks for having me. Yeah, maybe the three of us will do one later in the year. Um, we do have a lot of fun here at the Chamber. And um, I hope people know that we're always looking for people to come join in on the fun here. Um, so if you have any questions about the Economic Development Council or anything we do here at the Chamber, please feel free to give us a call or stop by at any time. Jim and myself and our team are more than happy to visit with you about all the wonderful things happening here in Chickasha. Absolutely. And don't forget to shop Chickasha, eat in Chickasha, play in Chickasha. Uh, that's how we take care of family. Absolutely. I hope you've learned a little bit more about what happens um, with the Economic Development Council and how they play a part in the things that are happening here in Chickasha and the positive impacts that are being made for the future of our community. If you have any questions about any of the things that we talked about at the podcast today, please feel free to reach out to us here at the Chamber. Um, our office email and phone number will be in the show notes, um, as well as a link to the Economic Development Council website. I want to say thank you again to our sponsor of the Chamber Chatter podcast, First National Bank and Trust Company, and I hope that you will check in with us again next month. See you soon.